got love for you, man. Okay. What are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabbie Presents, the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Cabbie Presents podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the click. Thank you for the download. If this is how you got this piece of ear candy, if you found this on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, or tsn.ca, or iTunes. Much appreciated. Hope you enjoy your time. Okay, so before we get to this conversation with Joel Ward of the San Jose Sharks, which we go all over the board, there's wedding etiquette, talk about concerts, relationship stuff, food, teammates, the team dynamics. It's really fun. But before we get to that, I'd like to share a few stories from my recent travels. And, of course, you can always see the TV interviews on SportsCenter every Friday. Cabby Presents. You can always check them out on YouTube through there and on Facebook or bardown.com if you're in Canada. Actually, the videos play in the United States, too, or worldwide. So hit that up. Uh, recently did a, a fun piece with the Jays uh, racing RC cars, fun piece with Justin Turner of the L.A. Dodgers. I'm, I'm in my, my baseball grind and my CFL grind. Got a bunch of CFL stuff coming out. Mike Riley of the Edmonton Eskimos, a couple of guys from the Calgary Stampeders. You'll enjoy them because they're fun. Los Angeles, the ESPY Awards. Aaron Rodgers, in all his beautiful glory, is a staple of the ESPY Awards. I've interviewed this man probably seven times. Josh Norman of the Washington Racial Slurs is becoming a Cabbie Presents favorite because he's very honest and he's very fun. I'm standing with Nick Stauskas, who's my co-host of the Philadelphia 76ers, and we're doing a bit about staying cool under pressure, performing under pressure, and then also a bit about emojis. And the red carpet to paint the scene is 45 degrees Celsius or 137 degrees Fahrenheit. It is crazy hot. I think it's July 14th or something like that. So we brought freezies. Great idea by my man D. To keep everybody cool on the red carpet. So we're interviewing Josh Norman and Aaron Rodgers who had appeared on the red carpet but it was in a rush and he had, he had an ESPY award with him. He said, Cab, I'll come back. So after like 15 minutes, he returns in the middle of Nick and I interviewing Josh Norman. He's recalling a play or a time where he didn't play so well. And then he sees Aaron Rodgers. So immediately his brain goes to the game versus the Green Bay Packers. And I'm not sure if he was with the Washington racial slurs at this point or if he was with the Carolina Panthers. But the level of detail specific to the moment where he was talking about Aaron Rodgers using another player as a decoy and then firing the football in this tight window to to Jordy Nelson, who scored a touchdown, and Josh Norman had Nelson on the coverage. I guess it was a man coverage. But the level of detail they both went to in recalling this one play, I believe you know, they knew the down and the time on the clock. It was incredible. Professional athletes have... Great memories 
for the plays that they're involved in, but it's so specific. And this is this part, unfortunately, didn't make the piece. The piece is on YouTube. You can check it out uh, with Nick Stauskas and myself. But it was like a four-minute exchange between the two. I'm going to try to put it into a Cabby Presents, like a half-hour show, because I just want to run the whole thing, because it's just so cool to see these two guys, an all-star and an all-pro quarterback, um, remember this one play. And they had so much respect for each other. I'm not sure if they met each other outside of a stadium, but it was very cool um, to have that exchange. I'm going to share that with you guys soon. The next day. So the SBs are on a Wednesday. The next day... My friend Penny Tho, uh, who is the plug, she's just plugged into everything. She's like, hey, do you want to go to a listening party tomorrow? I'm like, sure. So I hit up my boy RT, who's in L.A. taking meetings. Right now, the dude is shooting a TV show in Paris. He's so talented. We used to be roommates at Ryerson. Anyway, so RT and I uh, go to this listening party for Vic Mensa, who just dropped an album called The Autobiography. So it's in this, like, studio, and the studio space is probably, like, the size of a basketball court. And in the daytime, I'm sure there's some orchestra or some string arrangement that's doing, that's laying down the soundtrack for a commercial or a film or a TV show. Like that's the, that's what the raw space looks like. But instead it's filled with like LA socialites and just people in the music biz. It's open bar and the girls are really cute. Penny tells me that Hove, that Jay-Z is going to introduce Vic Mensa's album. And I'm like, okay. So I kind of position myself close to the front of the stage. And when it's time, you know, Scooter Braun comes out, who's famously Justin Bieber's manager. And No ID, who's who just produced the 444 album for Jay-Z. And he kind of came up in the Chicago scene, he did some music with Kanye West, did some music with Common. So Scooter Braun and No ID, who doesn't say much, are on stage. Scooter brings out Jay-Z. So I'm looking at Hove, and I'm like, that's Jay-Z. And I'm a total fanboy, like 100% full disclosure, Jay-Z is the greatest of all time to me. I'm trying to play it cool. Because I'm at this, like, I'm a kid from Toronto, whatever, you know, and, like, I'm just trying to play it cool at this L.A. party as though I've been there before. But obviously I haven't been there before. I'm standing 10 feet away from Jay-Z at this, like, industry thing. So he's urging the crowd that, hey, man, he's like, if you hear a song, groove to it. That's why we're here. Don't, I hate people at industry parties who don't groove to the music. So he introduces Vic Mensa, young dude out of Chicago. And he's like, hey, this is my album, the autobiography. Hope you enjoy it. It's legit. Great production by No ID, by Pharrell, um, some other producers who I don't know. So we listened to about eight tracks, and then he plays a music video for the song Rage. It was just super cool. So after the event, RT and I are walking my friend Penny back to her car, and then we go back to our hotel. But before we get to the car, No ID comes out with his, I'm presuming, his lady. And his real name is Dion. So I'm like, yo, Dion. And he turns, and because I said it with such conviction, he was like, oh, this guy must know who I am because most people call me No ID, but No ID backwards is the, is the name Dion. So I'm like, yo, Dion, saw you in that Logic documentary, which you should watch. Logic's album called Everybody is amazing, and if you buy the album on iTunes, you get a documentary, 45 minutes. It's, it's excellent. 
So I'm like, yeah, I saw you in the Logic documentary. That was dope. Which one of the tracks did you produce in this listening section? So I pull up like on my notepad on my phone and I'm writing down, I wrote down like words that were in what I thought was the chorus for each song that I really liked. So I'm going through this like seven or eight songs and no ideas like, oh yeah, that one, I did that one. And then, which is like, you know, the first, the first album, first song is fire. I think it's called, uh, say I didn't. No, didn't I say I didn't? Something like that. It's fire. So he's going through. He's like, yeah, I did that one. Yeah, I did that one. And then these are obviously not the song titles, but I'm just kind of like, I have a few words that he's trying to remember if uh, that pertains to the particular song that he did. And then the one was like, Wings. Like, oh no, Pharrell did Wings. I was like, Wings is legit. Uh, anyways, it was cool. And then afterwards, I was like, yo, man, sorry to freak you out. He goes, oh, I thought you knew me because you said my name uh, in such a way. I was like, yeah, well, uh, I'm that kind of I'm that kind of fan. We have more stories to share with you right now as my man walks into the booth. And I remember this other time where uh, I used to always get on punishment and told not to use the phone. You know, I'm honest. I'm I'm literally giving people a picture of what I went through at all aspects Mm -hmm. of my life. Honestly, almost anything goes. It's amazing to... You know, to step into the ring with someone like like him. Who are you and uh, where do you come from? May I ask? The last time I saw this man, we were at a friend's wedding dancing to Jay-Z, Kanye, Drake, having a great time with good friends. Mm -hmm. I reminded him of the time as two grown men, we sat on my couch and watched The Bachelor (laughs) Canada season one, episode one, just to see if we knew any of the girls in the show. I didn't know any of them then, but I quickly found myself in the friend zone about a year later with a couple of them. Uh, Back in the spring of 2016, my guy Joel Ward was playing in his first Stanley Cup final and ripped a beautiful slap shot in the high slot in Game 3 versus the Pittsburgh Penguins, and he returns to the Cabby Presents podcast. Joel, welcome back, sir. Thanks for having me. Thanks uh, for having me. Okay, so let's uh, let's get to the wedding first, okay? okay. Before we okay. talk about any hockey stuff. Uh, for, to, first of all, you look lean, my dude. Like in the in the hockey equipment, we're at forty two. You look like a big dude. Like I'm not gonna say what was that? What was that Nintendo hockey game where you could pick the sizes <laughs> okay, of the games? Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> okay. No, you're like the middle guy. The guy, yeah, in the middle, middle not, guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a super not the thin beef, guy. not the beefy. Like. <laughs> God, but you're so lean right now. I know on the on the you know the program, it's like six one or six two, two twenty five. Guy, yeah. you look like you're about two oh one, like yeah. or one ninety five, bro. Where where are you at right now? You know, they never change my bio. I'm always two twenty, and every time everybody looks at it, it's like, yo, you're not two twenty six, whatever it was. I don't know how that even came out, but. They refuse to change my bio, but no, I'm around like a two ten range, and uh, you, you look kind of you look lighter than that. So maybe maybe they just took it from your your yeah, UPI days. Like <laughs> <laughs> Guy, where the you know uh, the nights are a little bit longer yes, back then, and yeah, you know fish the, and chips. Yeah, oh my goodness, that yeah. must have just been wonderful. <laughs> Shout out to uh, was it Peaks Key? What's yeah, that? Peaks Key? Yeah, Peaks Key in Charlottetown. Yeah, 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 I'm sure yeah, you yeah. were like the mayor over in those parts when you're like 18 years old. It was, it was a good time. I'm sure it was. Uh, okay, so um, okay. Secondly, okay, wedding etiquette. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Uh, two two questions to ask okay. you because I may or may not have violated some of these principles. Okay. Uh, what is the acceptable amount of food to eat at a wedding? Ooh, I mean, meaning what? 
uh, because I ate two entrees. Yeah. I think I, I think it's a violation. Well, you know, at the wedding, I think you just stay away from the 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 potato. Oh well, you did. I did yeah. not, my well, dude. And I ate how much? How much bread pa- did you the pasta eat? Was, no, see, I stayed away from the bread, knowing because I was gonna have a few cocktails. So I, I, uh, I tried to. So no bread and no potatoes. Well, they had a little bit of pasta I dipped into. I had to try it. Yeah. Yeah, so I had a little bit of A that, little bit. My God, there were two types of pasta. There was I like know. the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. like the... Um, <laughs> yeah. ra- it was kind so of like a ravioli, ravioli, like a cheese one, ravioli. Yeah. And, and then, then the... Like a, I don't know. Like I don't know those fusilli spir- or spir- <laughs> <laughs> The spirally yeah, ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just got to limit yourself. Eat the meat as much as you can. Sneak a little bit from your neighbor. Right. I took a little bit from my girlfriend, so I kind of just had a, you know... She just has a little bit, and I just kind of eat the rest of the meat. Guy, if there were 10 seats at our table, there were eight people. So I ate a mm. full two entrees, my dude. My girl didn't, wasn't yeah. there. And then there was just another random rogue plate. That, yeah, like, that and I think happens. I think I ate some of Steve Chan's girl's <laughs> <laughs> her steak or her chicken breast. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> uh, so wait. That, you burned okay. it off. You burned it off later on. Oh, I, man, okay. We'll get to Okay, so then... Uh, Question 1A is, did you eat after the wedding? Uh, no. You did not? Good for you. Yeah, but, you did. No, but I tried to. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> we, we tried to maybe slip in a late night pizza. Where'd you go? And you, what, is it closed? Yeah. So, it was? Yeah, so that was kind of our saving. Saving, saving grace? grace? Okay, listen. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just tell you how much of a disgusting pig I am. <laughs> so for, for the listeners, okay, this wedding was pretty dope. Had a nice dinner. There was, uh, although it took a little while to get the food. Like we got yeah, in that yeah, room at yeah, six. Yeah. And we weren't eating till like eight, eight thirty. Yeah. So it was like I was like, "Yo, that's why I feel like that's I was crushing the cr- bread." Okay, because the bread was plentiful, and then like you know we couldn't get. Actually, our... I had a little piece of bread. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. Yeah, I, yeah, I cut. I off want a you little... to be honest. The rest of no, the podcast. No, you know what? I had to recap, but I had to, I did have a piece of I had a piece of bread. <laughs> okay. No butter, no butter. At Listen, all. carbs are your friend. Don't don't be <laughs> mad at them. Um. So then, okay. So then there's a meal. And then there were, uh, what were the donuts? Tim's donuts? Tim, not yeah, Tim's. Tiny, or t- tiny, tiny Tom's. Do- tiny, tiny Tom's? Yeah. There were donuts later. And, which was super dope, mm-hmm. they had the dairy, they had like a Dairy Queen, Queen station. And I just scored Blizzard all day. So I had a Dairy Queen Blizzard at about, oof, I'm going to say 130, 145. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it wasn't like a regular size, it was a small one. Was- However, I still ate the friggin' Dairy Queen Blizzard. So did you have any of those before leaving the venue? Okay, yeah, I had uh, the Tiny Toms. Okay. The, yeah. The donuts, yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah. How many did you have? Because they look like Timbits, so yeah, they're very small. They're small little, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. you had eight. <laughs> you had eight to ten. Divide that by two or so. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, you weren't eating four or five. You had eight to ten. That's fine. Okay, listen, after I, after I left the venue. Hey, have you had the Tiny Toms before, though? No. Was that never, your first time? No, I didn't, I didn't even have, because I'm not much of a sweets guy. Oh. I love my Dairy Queen, and then occasionally I might have... Yeah, I don't know. That's really okay. the only... That, that's like a C&E staple. Like, as a kid growing oh, up... Oh, okay. Yeah, you've seen those. So it kind of brought back a little childhood memories. Oh, of wow. Of Tom Donuts. Yeah, yeah. So for, for those listening, the C&E is yeah. the Canadian National Ex- Exhibition. So for two weeks, it's like this carnival that is downtown Toronto, and it's very nostalgic. The rides are terrible. The games are overpriced. <laughs> and now the food is, like, out of this world. Like, yeah. like you're, you're going you're gonna to get, like, type 2 diabetes or something close to when, by the time you leave the CNA. Because yeah. they had, remember, remember, one year they had cronuts? They had, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Where, I've, do you know anybody no, who tried a cronut? No, but I remember people were 
passing out. They, they, the menu there is crazy. It's like, it's so disgusting. It's like a, so. Corona is a donut with a burger. <laughs> burger. Is it like was there cheese and bacon or something? Adam, yeah. who's a, one of uh, one of the engineers here at at TSN, would he's a foodie, so he might know or might he might even be on his Instagram page. But it's and I feel like like it's donut and the burger and the cheese and the and then it's mm. maybe like deep fried even or something Ooh. about it is fried. Like it's it's disgusting. <laughs> it's like you're gaining fourteen pounds. <laughs> Easily, um, so okay, so tiny, tiny yeah, yeah, uh, donuts yeah. is from there. Okay, so after I left the the venue at like two a.m., mm-hmm. so this is like you know North York. It's like Midtown in Toronto. Guy, I ended up at the A and W by that gas station about a f- two hundred meter oh, walk away. Man. Two mama burgers for seven bucks <laughs> and a lo- and, and fries. <laughs> no, and, no root beer. Yeah, I was gonna say you did the root beer. You no, had I did. To. Okay, maybe I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So that's an additional 600 Uber calories. Float, float. No, it wasn't that much. But like, if, okay, it was, I clearly was not, I could not drive. I, I'm yeah. trying to get an Uber, but thankfully there's this A&W 200 meters away. No, no onions, no mayo. And I was, listen, I was the kind of disgusting Joel where I was walking down the street, murdering the burger and trying to flag down a cab. Also getting like grease on my phone to try to swipe to get to my Uber screen. It was you were in the zone. You weren't flagging nothing down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking until I finished that. I'm pretty yeah. sure I, I walked 30 minutes 100%. home. 100%. So I finished that. Uh, okay, so then, okay, wed- wedding etiquette, uh, yeah. question number two is, uh, what's the rule about questioning the groom about his questionable guest list? Hmm. What's the rule on that? Yeah. Is there... That's, there's, you, that's none of my business. <laughs> that is, that's, you know, I got the invite, we got the invite, and we, uh, we showed up. Yeah. Oh, because I did this. Yeah. I, I violated also another uh, rule of etiquette at weddings. Oh. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm not proud of it, but I'm just being honest with the audience yeah. and being honest with you. Um, you know, what is... Okay, so the, <laughs> so here's here's a bigger question. We'll yeah. just, uh, what's the scenario in which a romantic interest from the, uh, the past can be invited to the person's wedding? Here are a couple options. Like, either your sibling... Mm-hmm. Of a close friend, maybe this person is a family friend, mm-hmm. uh, you know, auntie, whatever's son yeah. or daughter. Yeah. Uh, perhaps it's the nurse that helps deliver the child. Maybe there was a thing seven years ago, or yeah. maybe the lawyer that got you out of a previous marriage, perhaps. And then uh-huh. there was a thing late night going over who gets what who couch get- and who, would, okay. you know, what chest of drawers or whatnot. Like, I'm trying to imagine the scenario in which. That for a, someone for like a romantic interest from the past should be at your wedding with your current partner. Partner, yeah. Because I don't think these these scenarios were the scenario in which this. No. This. What? Why? Why do you say that? <laughs> well, I mean, there was so when I was asking our friend, I'm like, "Hey, what's up with like these three people at your wedding, my dude?" Uh-huh. And uh, there was the. I didn't go any deeper because I, I feel like I just registered my uh, disappointment on my face because okay. I have no subtlety whatsoever. I'm about as subtle as a chainsaw in church. <laughs> so when he gave his reasons, the last one I was the most. Like you're that th- guy to go ask him. Yeah, like guy, why why is this person here? Guy, what is she doing here? Yeah, This is a thing from 
time. Like, what do you? Like, how could this possibly be okay? And there's no way that you know the your date your girl knows yeah. about this other yeah. thing. Listen, yeah. that, I know you're a classy guy. Yeah. You would never do this because I could see your you guys at home. You guys listening can't see his discomfort. <laughs> Like, like you would never do, you, you would never be that bold but I was that yeah. bold because when the Remy was in the system you know uh-huh. I the, mean I the gizzy was flowing yeah that's you know I didn't know too many people there to be honest with you so um but I didn't think I, I couldn't believe you asked to do <laughs> I'm like, uh, you know how like your mom has zero filters with you. Yeah, that's kind of how I was. Like yeah. the more, the more, the more gray goose goes in the system, the yeah. less and less the filter uh, is apparent. It just withers away quickly, and then there comes a moment where you just go over the edge. And I was and standing get- in the waiting, like you know, the pool of over the like the in the water was like up to my chest. So that's how was far this over the right edge. Right away for you, you knew. So. Some people, you just got like my face. My yeah. face, I think, did the reaction where, like, I remember you walk yeah. into a room and you're just like, "Yo, what is that? What's, What's that? Yeah. Why is it so funky?" Yeah, not that the room was funky, but that's just how it registered on my face when I saw these particular individuals okay. at the wedding. Have you ever had to tell a friend? Have you ever had this conversation? I remember hearing Dan Lebertard tell uh, tell a story about Lamar Odom, mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> They in Dan, Dan Levitard's circle of friends, there was a guy who was dating a woman, and none of the friends liked the woman. So he Levitard was like, "What do I do?" And the next day, he happened to interview Lamar Odom, who was uh-huh. recently in the news because he had a great article in the Player Tribune, which he was super honest. I know. Do you read it? No, I didn't oh, read it. Yet. I, got, I know, I know. My I guy, know. like, I hey, know. these are my demons, and now it's for everybody to understand these are my demons. Like my wow. guy went deep. Wow. Um. So Lamar Odom's like. You get the guy in your circle of friends who your friend will listen to the most. You pick that guy, and that guy's the voice of the group. And that guy voices his displeasure Mm -hmm. about your friend's choice in women. But you can only have that conversation once. Once. Because after that, then you don't want to get in between your friend (laughs) and his girl. So have you ever... Obviously, you've had friends who you didn't like their girl. Right. So have you ever been either elected or have you been the guy to say to your friend like, okay. you know, I've it, been a guy to tell another dude <laughs> <laughs> to say, hey, our boy's girl is not cool, man. So did the guy go do it? Did he go yeah, confront yeah. the friend? Yeah. And how did it work out? Uh, in the end, it worked out well. Yeah, he, yeah. So they broke up. Yeah, they broke up. Nice. Yeah. yeah. After how much? Do you remember how much later they broke up? Um. Yeah, a couple weeks. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good. Yeah, oh, that was wow. a good team. Yeah, it was a good teamwork. Wow, that is <laughs> deep in the zone, and just got the puck around, and then boom, just high <laughs> slide, boom, <laughs> scores, and then you know, Something like that. switch out the goalie. Like that goalie's <laughs> got to go. Um, I was the guy. We did, and this is so terrible. We did one of my. I do these birthday trips with my friend Jim Taylor. So. We went on a birthday trip, and I told one of the dudes in the group that mm-hmm. I didn't like his girl. And this was but late. For what reason? Why don't I like the girl? Yeah, like, you know. I just don't think she was, like, hmm. 
You, okay, you know, nothing she did. You just didn't like the girl. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, you know, like my friend is like such an accomplished individual. Uh -huh. It's like he, you know, he's got all these great accolades. He's extremely like uh, educated. You mm -hmm. know, multiple letters, not just like three letters, like BSc. My guy's got like BSc, and then he's got mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. CFO D. and you know, <laughs> we don't have a DR, but he's got not CFO. There's like uh, he's got two other uh, degrees, yeah. uh, specifically to finance, and I can't remember what those designations are. Uh, so I told him, and it was you know probably after 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. A couple oh, of pizzas in the room, uh, you know the Remy was in the Remy was in the system, and I told and it like it got hella uncomfortable because yeah no dude because that's a reflection if one of your boys like yo man we don't like your girl mm -hmm. then it's a reflection on you it's a reflection on oh, the girl sure. but then yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. You, sure. you feel defensive and then you feel like attacked or whatever regardless of how the person says it so uh not the same result as when your friend no no your friend told uh still together they are still together happily they have you know but i mean a nice family our, so it worked our, out our story was like maybe different because you know we we witnessed some stuff, right? So we had to... What did you guys witness? Oh, we're going to get into it like that. <laughs> I mean, nobody was, knows who you're talking about. It was... <laughs> unless, it's, unless it was someone... Unless someone's going through your friggin' hockeyreference.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> man, which teammate could this no, have been? No, 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 no. It was... Uh, yeah, we went with some inappropriate stuff, so... What do you mean? My friend told me about it, knowing that I was closer to the guy. Okay. But he witnessed it. <laughs> okay. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So I couldn't... How much impropriety? Like, was it just, yeah. like, super flirty, or was it a full, like, guy was at a house party, and, the, yeah. like, there was... The, why was the bathroom door closed for 41 minutes? Yeah, you can say it was... I wouldn't say the bathroom door, but it was a little bit closer than it should have been. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I was... I'm good friends with the guy. Um, the other guy wasn't as close, but he kind of saw what was going on. So, we had to come up with something to let him know to tell him. And long story short, he, uh, yeah, it ended. So, so I wonder, do you think girls, like, I know that women are like, they protect, it's almost like they protect the shield. So, if they see some stuff going on, mm -hmm. like, how quickly do they go to their girlfriends and say, hey, you know, this person, you know, Brent was mm -hmm. doing this, blah, blah, blah. Or with dudes, like... It's weird, you know. Okay, this yeah. is this out. When when we see our friends do like dabbling of being friendly, <laughs> then it's just like, hey, let's let's get the Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> <laughs> God, let me just get this last point out. Okay, yeah, all right. when the dudes see the other dudes say, then it's nothing. But if we see one of our boys' girls, then it's an immediate like, hey, like it's either a text or uh -huh. like, I need to see where are you, yeah. right? Like. You're in Puerto Vallarta, fly home tomorrow. Or you're in Chicago, guy, we need... Or no, we just light up the text message and then... <laughs> I, I mean, I, I knew it was something important because this dude reached out to me. Like, he was reaching out to me quick. Okay. Yeah, so and I don't hear him from too, too often. So I knew I knew when he kept sending messages and calling me about it, I knew something was up and he had a story or something to tell me. So, yeah, I mean... I like, I like that you tried to squirm out of it. Like, let's get to Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> Guy, so I, mean, okay. I don't want to be talking about this story. Okay, <laughs> no, fine. Okay, that's enough of the wedding. Yeah. Listen, more egregious than my poor wedding behavior and my lack of wedding etiquette is the fact that you are in the bottom 1% of people that 
aren't super excited about Game of Thrones. What's going on with you and your viewing experience? Um, Are you up to date, first of all? Yes. Season seven, you've seen all the episodes. You've seen- I think I, I might be behind one. The last one I saw was the, uh, oh, uh, the Jon Snow, he got the letter from- uh, Daenerys Targaryen yeah, the, from the, Khaleesi. The girl, yeah, Khaleesi. Yeah, like come meet me. We right. need to meet. Okay, that was the last one. I don't know if that's the, is that the last one. No, this one. They, oh, well, they one, meet. Oh, they meet. Okay, yeah, so I meet. saw. So I'm missing one. But. Okay. So wait, wait. What about the season? Is it this season or yeah, just the show? It's just a lot. Like I get it. It's you know, it's Dungeons and Dragons and ghouls <laughs> and ghosts and all that stuff. But there's just some things in the show that, for example, the little yeah, Tyrion Lannister. What about how's him? he still alive? What are you talking about? How is he still alive? So he, going back to it, this is the part that actually made me laugh. He's, uh, he's in prison. Yeah. He's in prison. Right. Escapes prison. Kills his dad. Kills his dad. Not one guard around in front of the father's kingdom or room or what have you. The little guy shuffles around the castle, doop 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 walks, walks up to the old man, kills the dad. Nothing. Nobody heard nothing. Nobody said nothing, and the man just lived off freely like nothing happened. <laughs> Wasn't his dad the king or, or what? King of the castle and this big. Well, I think Joffrey was the king. I think at that right, point, right. but he was he was the leader of the House Lannister. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not one guard outside his door. <laughs> well, the man was the man was doing his business. So, man, you know, and also. Tyrion's in jail, so they should be guarding the jail cell, not the dad dropping but a both, deuce late night. Regardless. But he obviously felt like there was no threat. Oh, man. And, <laughs> oh, and then, oh, then, up to date, the little girl. Uh, Arya Stark. Yeah. Okay. Badass. The wolf scene. I think that was more metaphoric. I know, but come on. But I, I, I'm not... <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, listen. Like, you expect the wolves to eat her? I, I just... She was just petting the like high fiving the wolf, talking to him, whispering. <laughs> Not a sense of urgency, no nothing. <laughs> like I was like, oh jeez. Listen, I, do you understand how much death she's already seen? Are some wolves gonna freak her out? She's this is Arya freaking Stark now, dude. This she's like, she was blind her. for like a full season, and then killed her friggin' avoided death a few times, got her butt kicked like oh. fourteen times. And was friends with the hound, whose face is like <laughs> yeah, the hound, the hound yeah. who's like one of those. And the... listen, let's go to these dragons for for a minute. Okay. All she has to do is release the dragons, and the show will be over. Done. This all this lead up, build up, blah 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 blah. All she had to do is press the button, release the dragons. Yeah, boom. but listen, she doesn't want to kill everybody. <sighs> she remember she freed and, the unsullied, and she's like she's and supposed she, to be the savior of all the, the kingdoms and all that. Yeah. So obviously there's death involved. Yeah, but she doesn't want to kill hundreds or thousands of people for no reason. Okay, hold on. Going back to the <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> to him, yeah. him going down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Here, draggy, 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 petting the dragons like they're in this locked up in the dungeon in the basement. Somehow he has some intellect or some power that he can communicate with these dragons and they did nothing to the little guy. Well, he's not. He, he, I don't, I kind of remember that? that, but he's not a threat. I don't know. I'm not sure. How do we We're know how dragons like some wild, react? Wild dragons that are like, <laughs> they just snap on command, and this little guy comes down the stairs, doop, 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 doop. Yes, but uh, like, if, if Here, they're. Draggy, draggy. <laughs> <laughs> like, if Daenerys is threatened, then the dragons oh, are going to light you up. The dragons are chilling in the basement. Yeah. 
One was chained up. Yeah, one was chained up. A couple so of you already up. know they're a little. They should be a little rambunctious. A little when somebody comes down, nothing happened again. Somehow he had this command of them. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. And he survived another one. Well, listen, we're just assuming that these dragons are just wild creatures with no intelligence. Right. Maybe they're, they're like they're dolphins of the air. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what? It, it, Good show, good show, good show. <laughs> Obviously, you know how I feel. Okay, no, there, no. Okay, to you, there's some, there's some, lo- there's some problems with the logic of the show. But again, yeah. we're watching. You have to, you know, suspend your disbelief. We're watching a fantasy show anyway. I know, and I just she gave you know birth what? to when dragons, I, and she was also like they tried to murder her in season no, six. So I get the, in the know, house of yeah, yeah. The, blew up the the whatever chamber she was staying in, and my girl just walked out of there like she was T one thousand. Shout out the Terminator two. <laughs> You know, it's hard for me to, I mean, yeah, everybody watches it. I can see the hype. You know what? The one thing I did like about the show is how they just done off characters like that. Boom. They do. They do. Well, that's George R.R. Martin. So I was like, oh, okay. That's what kind of caught me at first. But then as as I'm watching and certain things happen, I was like, ah. So wait, it sounds like (laughs) you're like, so uh, Weiss and Benioff, the producers of Game of Thrones, Uh they took over, I believe, season six because... George R. R. Martin had only written up to like what was the equivalent of season five, so they're they've extended obviously with his blessing because he's the creator. Mm-hmm. And in their initial <clears throat> meeting, he asked the two writers, the readers, he gave his blessing. He said, "Who's Jon Snow's parents?" So they answered correctly, mm-hmm. and that's how they were able to get the show because okay. they'd read enough. They read you know the yeah, three or four books, books or whatever, something like that. Is mm-hmm. I might be butchering the the history of uh, the relationship, but so anyway, so Adam, you agree. Adam, okay, two thumbs okay. up from Adam. Okay, so I'm on the right track. So, because George R. R. Martin didn't care about his characters, he like, yeah, he had you know the Red Wedding was yeah, like I the was first. Like, okay. Well, no, of uh, Ned Stark in like episode right, nine right or away. ten of the first season, like was what? It? Yeah, he's the main character. Yeah. Sean Bean is the first freaking actor listed in the opening credits, and he's died dead yeah. in the first season. Um, so you know, my my girl had a bit of a problem with the first episode of season seven she's like eh, it's kind of feels like it's jumping the shark i'm still a loyal fan of the uh-huh. show and okay wait so okay do you read recaps after the shows no you don't i always do i go on the ringer yep and i go on the la times okay. or sometimes ew because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so many character so, so many characters many. and there's like they always know the backstory to you know peter Baelish is who's little finger yeah. little finger may have told friggin uh oberon martell who john snow's parents are or martell may have told uh, peter Baelish. so now he little finger as he's snooping around in the shadows he knows some intel I was like how is this guy gonna use this piece of information later when he knows that daenerys targaryen and john snow meet and then they're actually you know spoiler alert Spo- yeah <laughs> Are you going to continue watching the season? Yeah, I mean, I watch it. Like my girlfriend, I we sit down. I mean, it's like she likes it. So I, it's like a Sunday you, show, you know. Yeah, like how good is that? So it's nine o'clock, and are you watching Insecure? I I watched a bit of the first guy. Insecure is amazing. No, I've seen the first one. The first season or yeah, the first, first season? No, first season. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, so you're only missing two two episodes of season okay, two. Okay, yeah, I was about to start it actually yesterday, but I didn't get around to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, you're I'm a big fan of the show. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, are you in on uh, Silicon Valley? Uh, not up to. I was f- not fully up to date. Guy, you you work in San Jose, okay? It's like hey, forty five minutes from Silicon that. Valley. I, I'm just not. Uh, I've watched the first. How many seasons are there? Five, I think. 
I think this is the end of season five, four or five. I, I think I've done like three. Three? Two, two or three. Oh, man. There's like so much. Something else came on that kind of distracted me. Uh, on HBO? Like, are you watching? No, no, no. Oh, just some other just show? Some other show, yeah. Well, what are you binge watching these days? Uh, are you in on Ozarks or Narcos? Oh, Narcos. Did you watch Narcos? Narcos yeah, Narcos took took over. Nar Narco oh, I watched El Chapo. El Chapo, El yeah, Chapo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My brother put me on that one. Yeah, El Chapo. I don't know who was. I don't know which one was more violent. Like both. Which were, one do you think was better? I th I want to say Narcos. Yeah. Because maybe because it came out first. Yeah. Uh, but also, like Pablo Escobar has. He's like the most yeah. famous of the drug yeah. of these antiheroes, and like the way that that actor had to play him because he's he's Brazilian, he speaks he was Portuguese. What's he, oh. so I like that. I'm here not a good dude. He's a great actor. No, I'm not a good actor. Maniacal mass murderer. Sorry, sorry, y'all. But he because he didn't because he didn't speak Spanish, so a lot of his acting was just in his face and in his body. So he, you know, he didn't have a command of the language, and he mm -hmm. and he felt a little insecure because everybody else spoke Spanish, and mm -hmm. he, he could in his Portuguese what he spoke. So I, I really liked his performance, mm -hmm. and I did like El Chavo, but I think I like Narcos a little bit more, maybe. I don't yeah. know, because because again, you know, you know, El Chapo Guzman or whatever Joaquin Guzman, whatever his mm -hmm. name is. I mean, he was there. I don't know if he was. He's as famous as Pablo Escobar, and then obviously when we listen to. Hip hop, or we grow up listening yeah, to hip hop. Yeah. There's like Nas always called himself Esco, Escobar, you know, yeah. Escobar, and there's always, you know, that just kind of made it cooler. Made it cool, yeah. So yeah, that's true. Which one do you like more? <clears throat> um, it was close. I I don't know. What, I still undecided which one I thought was better, but uh, El Chapo. I I guess I didn't know much about it. Like I knew the story, but I didn't know much about the show. Uh, my brother put me on it, and man, I was gravitated. I was hooked, like right away. Binge watching. Boom. Nice. Yeah. Uh, did you did you go? Were you in? Are you in on like Ozark or Bloodline? No, no. Uh, what? See, wait, because okay, I'm trying to think of okay, Silicon Valley. You said you only got up to episode uh, season three, yeah. so like what, something else popped up to yeah, kind of maybe watching. it was an article. Maybe <laughs> yo, did you watch um, the making of a murderer? Yep, I yeah, the yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah, did yeah. you watch the second? Did you see the second no. one? Like not it's not making a murderer, but it's like who who killed Sister Kathy? No, Ooh, that's dumb. That's called the Keepers. That gets okay, the key dark, okay. my dude. No, we, you know what? I was about to start. Okay, I heard about the keepers. I heard about the keepers. That's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't start it. I didn't get that going. That one, yeah. It's, it's like episode three, two or three gets dark. So it's like, I, yeah. I so it's just it too. Who, who killed, who killed, the, who killed yeah. the nun? That's it. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say to you. And it's that one's, that one's really good. I was saving that one for like a nice Sunday. Man, I know. <laughs> like, guy, if you watch it, it's, it might it's, it might freak you out a little yeah. bit. Just say it, it's it's very well made. Did you get in on the Defiant ones? Most like two weeks ago. <sighs> guy, are I you? know, man. I, I mean, so, what do you do? Me. You work out and sleep. What okay, do you do all summer? <laughs> to be honest with you, here we don't have. Uh, our Netflix here is not kicking in. Yeah, I know but that's on HBO too, and I'm like, don't you use the American Netflix? Like, don't you, you can't get that here? Are you sure? Yeah, there's got there's some VPN, there's some workaround no, where you I, can I get. I put in my Netflix to get Netflix Canada, and I'm watching. Well, what are you missing? It can't be that much different. What is it really that different? Oh man, big difference, big difference. So I'm like, these are all these shows I got to wait back till I get back to uh, to San Jose. It gives me something to do while like. Those off days, you know? Okay, fine. I, I save a lot of them shows. But the fine ones I should have watched by now. 
yeah. Uh, speaking 100%. of speaking of Silicon Valley and your fan base mm-hmm. out there in San Jose, mm-hmm. how have you met like legit billionaires? Because they're not that far from San Jose. And 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 also to second that question, when there's a big concert that comes to, is it still HP Pavilion? The name uh, is SAP. S- oh, it's SAP. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when big uh, acts come to play at that uh, arena, do you guys? And if you guys want to go. Do you guys immediately, do you get the owner's box? Or how does that work when you see a show in the building, uh, which is your office? It just depends. I, I think sometimes, like, front office or somebody will have an extra uh, couple of tickets. Or if there's a, usually there's, like, a team suite or something that might be available for a night. Um, some of the other guys have suites during the year, so that they might open that up, too. So it really just depends on the show and, like, but I mean, yeah. If you if you ask around early enough, you should be able to to maybe find some. Is there an artist which all members of the team would go see? Like, is there one uniform, one yeah. consensus artist that people would, the whole team would go see? Um, because I feel like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I Brent could, Burns I, being from Barry might be more of a Boots and Hearts country yeah, music festival kind yeah. of type, and then you and Logan. Are like just hip hop dudes, yeah. And I don't know see, how the rest a lot of the guys. We had a good turnout, I think, for the weekend concert. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, as a full team, the only uh, we went to we went to an ACDC in St. Oh Louis. We had a day <laughs> off. The that, whole team. The whole team went. Wow. So that was that's the only thing I can think of right off the top of my head we never really had a full team to hit up a whole concert besides that one that was on the road though in St. Louis wow so that actually that that, was an experience for me because I yeah but culturally it's not different than you playing in the National Hockey League like you're still the (laughs) only I mean, yeah, unless you're playing Philadelphia, at least I knew what was going on (laughs) or uh, you know yeah uh, that was an experience man because the building is primarily you know yeah so there may be like it was a just the music. Of I didn't guns. really know the music that well. You know, Thunderstruck. Yeah, like I knew. I remember. Like, oh, okay, I re- I, you know, I didn't know this. Like the tight. Like, I was impressed, though. I mean, those guys got to be like seventy. Yeah. I, or I don't know, sixty or seventy. All right, Paul. I don't know the guys' names, but they were. Uh, Me neither. They were jamming. Yeah, there's yeah. Thunderstruck. Yeah, I knew that. One. And there's the something all night long. Okay. Yep. That's that's, that's all I those, got. And those, I'm like, oh, I've heard those in the locker room before. <laughs> But How long was the concert? Was it like hour and a half or like two no, hours? It was, it was long, man. It was long. We were there for, we were there for a couple hours. The whole team, the whole team went. So it was, it was, it was cool. It was cool. Wow, it's yeah, ACDC. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the weekend I had uh, in the last podcast, some guys from the New Orleans Saints were in here in Toronto. We we and we spoke about the weekend, and it was on somebody's Instagram. Where like twenty two or twenty three dudes went to the weekend. I'm like, what is that experience like? Because the weekend is singing about drugs and sex and like, and then there's like twenty two dudes. Like, how yeah. are you? Are you singing along? Are I you? Know, are you just? Are you on your phone? Are you trying to get it? You know, on on Instagram or Snapchat? I mean, are you? I mean. It, it, she yeah. earned, like earned it. Like, are you often, <laughs> often? You're like, which songs are you singing? And you, you can't be. Are you looking at other dudes? You just looking yeah, out you, into the crowd. With that one, the guys had a suite for that one, so you can kind of hide out in the corner and <laughs> mumble to yourself. Nah, but it's a good way to take your girl. I mean, that's a good concert if you're a team. Oh you wait, know. so the weekend was 
was like mixed. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, everybody, okay, yeah. couples. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, then, okay, not every, no, not necessarily everybody, but yeah, whoever had the girls there. Yeah, oh, okay, that makes. But I think this, this for these dudes, were just the dudes. Um, it was just the men's that went to see the for the yeah. New Orleans Saints. So that yeah, that's yeah. a different one than a. But AC, okay, and ACDC, it's like, wait, did you throw up the the Texas Longhorns, the hand gesture thing? Uh, no, we had a couple good laughs. A few, we had a few beers in the bag. We had a, we had our own suite too. So, okay, you did know. you do it or not? No. Okay, good. <laughs> did that. <I, laughs> Listen, sometimes no. when you're in their environment, you're I just mean, like, hey, when in Rome, let yeah, me just... No. I mean, hey, the guys were like, yeah, Bernsey and, uh, and Jumbo and some other guys, they were, they were loving it, man. It was, it was cool to see. When I, when I saw you at the wedding, uh, you know me, and I'm gregarious and I'm mm-hmm. um, obnoxious and a giant rhinoceros, and I, like, I, I wanted to hug you very strongly, but mm-hmm. I resisted because, you know, you're not all the way... So, like, you're not all the way right right now. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I was talking to PK, uh, like, two days ago. <clears throat> and I was like, yo, man, I want to catch a workout. And he's like, well, yeah, okay, cool. But I'm not going to be, like, I'm this summer I'm not doing 500-pound squats. Yeah. I'm, ch- I'm changing it because of the injuries <clears throat> that I sustained over the year. So, I guess my question to you is, how how hard is it to fully heal during the, like, if you get an elbow thing or an ankle thing in like November, is that ever healing to 100% by the time you get to the playoffs? Or you just constantly just have to friggin' deal with this constant pain? Yeah. Uh, you know, each guy's different. I think, um, you know, it's tough to say. I think usually you have more, a little bit more nagging injuries. Um, some more strains. You kind of hope for like, if it's a strain or so, but like the torn ligaments and those things are kind of tough to deal with. Well, torn ligaments, I feel like you have to well, either get surgery or you're yeah. in some but, kind of cast. Yeah, but you could deal with certain things uh, depending on where they're at. But um, yeah, for me, like I, you just got to make sure your joints and everything's kind of working properly and making sure that they're kind of firing um, at all cylinders. How, and, how is your pain tolerance? Are you playing regardless, or if it's, or if there's a tear, or a pull? Anna, could you play on a pull? Pull groin? Probably not, right? That's got. That sounds like very, very yeah, painful. Tough, yeah, yeah. Your instincts is to play, to play until the point where. That's just your natural competitive nature is just to go out there and com- and play. So, um, you'll know when you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Is there ever any pressure to play? Uh, or have you? Not have necessarily you... from the team, no, <clears throat> no, but just within yourself, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, no, no one's ever said, "Hey, you like, you gotta play," type thing. Is there ever? Uh, okay, you mentioned uh, unless it's like playoffs and something, you know. Yeah, something but guys, critical. guys are taking pucks to the face, yeah. guy, and they're like, "Yeah, just go close this up," and I'm coming back on the bench and I'm getting in on my next shift. Yeah, like you guys are warriors. Yeah, there's some dudes. Yeah, that like. Man, blocking shots and like back up and yeah, man, it's. Um, you mentioned uh, Brent Burns and yeah. and Jumbo uh, Joe Thornton. Um, so in in on your guys' team, there's a there's a there's a gap between the generations. There's obviously guys that are younger than thirty, and then there's the guys that are older than thirty. Mm-hmm. So who was who's like the glue guy on your team, or like so there's Brent, there's there's Joe, yeah. there's Marlo, who's now. Yeah. Gonna be playing in Toronto, but you're kind of around thirty. There, and then there's like Logan, who's yeah. like I don't know, twenty seven. How old is Logan? Twenty eight? Twenty six? 
Logan's up there. I feel like he's been in the NHL yeah, yeah, for a yeah. long time, but yeah. he's still a young still, kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who's the blue guy? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. We, man, we, I don't know who's a specific glue guy. Jumbo is definitely one guy that's, you know, he keeps it pretty light. Um, you know, he shows a, a really good example uh, on and off the ice. I, uh, Are you the glue guy? Like I who's who's I, making like everybody's? We have you know what? It's a unique group where. A lot of guys, uh, I know it's kind of, it's kind of a cliche thing, but a lot we have a lot of like our team gets gets uh, gets along well with one another. Like you know, guys are laughing and telling jokes up and down the plane. Um, I don't know if there's one guy that like is the glue guy that like sits <laughs> in the middle of the room and kumbaya and makes sure. <laughs> right, that's right. <laughs> but we have a lot of guys like that share a lot of good stories and uh, a lot of laughs. So. Uh, I would say Jumbo's uh, uh, our leadership guys, you know, like Pavs and Jumbo and those guys are. Does Joe talk that much? I oh, feel man, like yeah. he does. Wait, which Joe? Thornton or Pavsky? Pavs? Pavelski. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like I, I see a little bit of Phil Kessel and a little Joe, uh, Jeff Carter in him. Whereas that they don't talk. Maybe it's just because of the way that they talk to the media, which they don't. I don't think they enjoy it that yeah. much. No, he but, he's. Yeah, he's an all-around man. You got to see this. This guy's an athlete, Joe Pavelski. Yeah, like you got to like him like throwing a baseball to playing golf. Like he can do it all. Pretty his hand eye obviously is is pretty ridiculous. What's the competition level inside the room other than playing ping, ping pong? pong. No, I was gonna say or ping, ping pong. pong is that the one? Ping Where pong or murder? Like the soccer game the guys play. Where they it's the kind of they volley it around. Yeah, but what, what's it called? Murder? It's it's murder ball. They just try to murder ball. Well, they just try to knock each other out, man. Like there's. The, object of the game is to try to keep it up but it gets so competitive that they just smashed burn <laughs> next thing you talk to burns just ask him about it he's murder ball yeah he's what happens in murder ball you know like i can't i can't really it, get the picture in my it head. is keep up is what you're saying like the the, na- the name of the game is kind of a keep up we keep the ball up and if it hits off you and goes to the ground then you're out yeah but instead of trying to just keep the ball up guys are just blatantly just blatantly just smashing the ball at each other so <laughs> guys off your head off their face <laughs> Guys are complaining, screaming, crying, all this nonsense. So <laughs> trainers get involved, and that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's... But then, like, like, you know, if if the team is like in a nine-game losing streak, man, there's nobody. This murder ball game's going on regardless of the outcome of the previous game. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's all, yeah. This is what the game the boys look forward to playing. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Because I, w- I wonder if, like, if you know. Obviously, if you're losing, if you're like on the back end of a nine-game losing streak, <laughs> that room can't be fun. Everybody's like, oh, no, man, we is... got a good group, man. I mean, obviously, we don't. Not that you guys have ever lost nine yeah, games yeah, in a freaking row. Yeah, but I mean, if we if we have some tough times, we still try to find a way to. I mean, uh, luckily, we've only been through, I think, maybe one bad stretch. I think in the couple of years that I've been there, that we've lost a couple in a row. But other than that, how fun was the plane after the seven-zero win versus the Oilers in the playoffs? <laughs> Like seven, like I felt. Was it like every, he got a goal? He got a goal. He got a goal. You Everyone know gets a you, goal. It was fun at the time, but you knew the next day it was going to be on. Yeah. They ended up losing the next game, but you knew. Uh, like we're seven nothing. Just like what is happening? Like this is the yeah, playoffs. So how yeah. is this? I know there was some kind of weird scores going down, man. I, it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just one of those days. We were at home, man. We had a good home rank, man. We got a good crowd. Uh, have you been there? Um, not in a long time. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a game there, though. No? No. 
I don't think so. So you're just always on the East Coast here. You never come out. No, I nah, do. Listen, you do. I keep hearing you're always on the West Coast, guy, but you, you never t- make I, the trip. That's not. That's not true. I've. I was fully all, on the bandwagon all, with the oh, LA Kings in 2012 man. and 2014. <laughs> My baby TV, brother was on the team, right? On TV with Kessler doing these shows oh, yeah, and that shows, that, yeah. and then you don't come down <laughs> yeah. a couple hours down the road. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, Kessler and Getzlaff, those are my dudes. Yeah, you those catch us dudes. when we're in Toronto at home for the summer. <laughs> um, what is... Uh, obviously, I think these guys are different players, but what is like... When you see them on the, compete against them on the ice, you have Sid mm-hmm. two years ago, and then you have Connor this year. Mm-hmm. Um, are you on the ice with those two cats as much? Or are you just trying not to be? <laughs> <laughs> like, how fast is ninety seven? Yeah, he can move, man. He, he can. His first step is is incredible. Is he as fast as Ovi? Uh, yeah, yeah. He oh, Ovi's just more powerful, but. Um, Speed wise, yeah, he's faster. Ovi's just a big. Ovi moves, though, my dude. Well, obviously, yeah. you played with Ovi for about five years? Uh, four, Six years? Four, 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 four years? Four, 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 yeah. yeah. They're just two different uh, two different dudes. Um, yeah, they're. I mean, Ovi's just a big dude that's. Yeah, he, he'll try, he's going to try to crush your face against right, the boards. Exactly. So the kid, so <laughs> I call him McG, but I think I might just go with like McD or MCD maybe. Because he needs a nick, like, I don't know. If he, yeah. His nick is probably Khan's. On the team? No, it's got to be something better than that. Well, it's not going to call him Connor. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Although, everybody is either an IE or ER sound. Yeah, so you're, well, except you're Wardo, right? Or yeah. what? Or you're yeah. Wardo just for the dudes here in Toronto. What, what, do, you, what do they call you on the team? Um, <laughs> yeah, I got a few nicknames, but I think what are yeah, they? Wardo, Wardo's one that kind of just... Always... What's, what are the other ones? I got... Uh, I got Oracle. I got. <laughs> <laughs> I got Wardle. I got the Big Cheese. I got. Uh, those are the three that kind of. Okay, please. What's what is the origin of the Oracle nickname? It, it just stems from a guy that just knows it all. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I think my uh, my fantasy football mouth gets me in some trouble sometimes. So. You know, have you won any of the any of the uh, football pools on your team? Not on the team, no. So not how does team. your fantasy football mouth get you? You can't back it up, my dude. What's, I what's mean, happening? I just, yeah, I talk a lot of football. I love football. I talk a lot of smack. I talk a lot of weekly basis on the fantasy game. <laughs> We're in a pretty intense league with the boys. So, are you guys in a keeper league? Not in this one. No, not not with the guys. What? Okay. Which wait? Which guys? Oh, not with the team. Not with the team. No, but um, yeah, with a couple friends back here in Toronto. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you still on a pool? Like, do you get to stay on the pool like what the Washington dudes? Uh, like year one after <laughs> after you left, could you? I'm could, in one still with Nashville guys. With na- oh my god! Wow, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like is that like oh is that 2010? Yeah, or 2011? No, that was 2000 and yeah, yeah, I think 2009, 10. Wait, who's still on the team from then? Anybody? Uh, Weber is still in the pool. Okay, right. Nick Spalling. He's not there anymore either, but nobody's still left on the team, I don't think. Uh, Brandon Walker, Team Services. Yeah. Um, couple, uh, Chris Mason, former goalie. Uh, who was who, with, was with Philly for a bit? Uh, no, oh, not, not that Steve Mason. Mason. Sorry, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, David Good is another. He's a strength coach there. So <laughs> that's, 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 pretty yeah, yeah. that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Those few guys, yeah. Uh, so that's also football. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your football pool, the old former Nashville guys, football yeah, yeah. pool with the San Jose guys. Yeah. And that's how you got the Oracle. Even though you haven't won a friggin' pool, you're still the Mr. Know-it-all. Yeah. Shout out to Larry Ellison, who owns Oracle, <laughs> and Megan Ellison, right? You're right. <laughs> I did a deep dive on her IG the other day, my dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then the Big Cheese. Where did the Big Cheese come from? Uh, big Cheese. I think that stemmed from when I was in Washington. Uh, just the big guy on campus. <laughs> <laughs> You? I don't know how that really came about, to be honest. Weren't you the glue guy in Washington? Full disclosure, I, I know, know you're, and you're not a guy yes. that talks about himself ever, even though you are wearing some fresh Adidas MN uh, Nomads. Yeah. And you do have a dope Ice Cube t-shirt. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's like today was a good day. Yes. Represent, uh, I still represent the West Coast. Um, for showing love. So, yeah, okay. So, yeah, a Washington glue guy. Uh what are you asking me? If I was a glue guy? Yeah. Like, who's making yeah. the dinner plans and then who's... Hey, I try. To, I just try to be a good guy, respectful to I know everybody. you are. I know you are. You know? Our, our dude's confiding in you. <laughs> uh, if there, is there, if I certain, try to help if I can. I if try there's to help. a beef on the team, are you playing the general? Are you playing... Are you Switzerland if there's a beef on the team? I will, I will try to... Yeah, I would try to, to be the positive okay. mediator guy. All right. Uh, I asked you about, before we, we uh, said Sid and Connor. Mm -hmm. So you play, yeah, you play Sid. Connor's very fast. Mm -hmm. And then Sid, how does he compare, or how, how does he compare to Connor? If you can make that comparison. Or describe them, I guess, yeah. as a guy that's literally on the ice with these cats. They're and Two elite, probably... Definitely, you know, the top of the whole league. Uh, Can you get Sid off the puck? Have you ever had that assignment? Uh, no, I'm not. No, I wasn't like wasn't like the like the Bruce Bowen just to go out there and just, <laughs> just guy to, reference your own league. <laughs> the Kessler, Kessler. I think he 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 was. You mentioned Kessler earlier. His yeah. assignment was McDavid in the I guess the second round. Yeah, yeah. He no because we we had uh, I think Logan kind of played more. More with him, like Logan was a good two-way guy that kind of because he was a center, matched on center like Kessler was a center, matched on McDavid who was a center. So um, on the road, obviously, you don't get as much of the matchups because you get the last change, you know. So, but you try to for those guys, you just try to like get as close as you can, try to take away space, you know, that's, and that's key because the more room they got, but you know they're obviously so uh, talented and, and uh, that they can. They could create a lot on their own, which opens up a lot of ice for the other guys in their squad. Who was a guy that you played against? You like that dude is a like I referenced my baby bro Mike Richards, mm -hmm. and he said Datsuk <clears throat> was the guy for him. Like when he was on the ice, he's like, "This guy is a." Um, yeah, it was a f when I first started out and we were playing Detroit. I when he was on the ice, there was a sense of oh, sh like you can feel it. You can feel it, kind of. Like, this guy, he's... Special? Yeah. And that was, like, my first kind of taste of playing the league. And I didn't really know what, what was going on. But when he when he was out there and when he had the puck, you can feel that energy of, like, hey, somebody, like, come on, come on, like, somebody get on him type thing. And that was, uh, yeah, that, that to me was, I knew that was very special, pretty... Wait, but I'm not going to let you just sit, copy the same answer. I know, but I know. I, I'm trying to, okay, I'll try to think of somebody else. Uh, Nicholas Litschum was another guy that was was uh guy we're not just doing a hall of fame of the detroit know, red wings man. and then, yeah, and then there's zetterberg I'm trying to tell you, like, and then there's friggin i'm trying to answer 
Um, you know, obviously there's there's Sid, there's McDavid, Mc, uh, there's, uh, there's Stamkos, there's I don't know, not who I don't know. I think this guy had forty goals this year. Brad Marchand out of nowhere yeah. came. Uh, uh, he, yeah, he is. There's really there's Zdeno Chara, like that guy's like seven feet tall, uh, probably or seven five on skates. Um, let me see who else. Um, uh, pro- you know, I'd say I uh, probably McDavid, probably McDavid. He but is it weird to say because the kid is nineteen and like, because but or or yeah. just the kid like he's so quick, just like oh man, like this, uh, this is going to really be a problem. How much he could create on his own, which is very tough to do in our league. Yeah, very tough. I mean, he he creates a lot uh, on individual play, and it, it opens up a lot for other guys. And uh, I was definitely impressed. Like his first step's pretty nasty. Yeah, when you play against former teammates. There's like, is there like a nod in pregame or like when you're out there in, in a break of a play, just kind of like you might say what's up or you, you tap the guy's, you know, the guy's yeah, leg yeah, or his yeah. skates, like just as a, as a, as a nod. But then uh, do you warm up? Oh, you didn't warm up? Yeah, warm up. You kind of say what's up or whatever, or tap on the shin pads or something like that. It's, it's hard to be having conversations when the play's oh, going back. Of course, of course. As you're Switzerlander, have you been Switzerland in the dressing room? There, there's obviously guys like in any workplace. There are people that you don't like. They're just, they just, I don't know. You just yeah. can't get along. You're, yeah. you're there for the same cause, but you just are on the opposite ends of the room. Right. So in playing against a guy that you no longer, or playing against a guy that you're no longer teammates, <clears throat> can you just? Can the face do you more face washes? <laughs> Is there like there might be a few uh, more jabs with the stick in the ribs or when you're you know, you're trying to get the puck off the dude the the slash is more yeah. more aggressive? Um, Can, there, you, there's you, obviously you, a teammate that you think of like I didn't like this guy. And do you remember playing in this against this guy uh, after and I don't know the dude. Yeah. So I does I don't have any yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, information. Yeah. yeah. But I just know this human nature, those people that you're just not yeah. gonna get along with. I've never had a, I can't, you may have seen a guy, you're like, oh, here's my chance. <laughs> <laughs> but my guy's in the corner. Even, just, like, even if it's someone that you're close with, though, you know, just to, just something you can talk about in the summertime if you try to, if you can see if you can try to line them up. And, <laughs> so that person can never live it, live it down unless they get you back. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you... You know, if you see like your younger brother or somebody out there, and you kind of you get a chance. Uh, I told Tom Wilson if I ever catch him, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I ever if I can catch him with his head down. He'd probably bowl me over. But <laughs> I said, dude, if I ever catch you, right? Yeah, head down. I'm coming for you. Tom Wilson, Toronto guy. Yeah. Uh, are you going to OVO this year? Drake's. This is, I believe, it's his eighth year of OVO. I think seventh or eighth year. Last year, future came. the The big surprise guest was kind. Oh no, I guess Rihanna, because they they had, were back in the mix. Yeah, no idea who the surprise guest is this year. Get or guests one one or two days. It's the Monday. <laughs> no, but it used to be two days. Oh before, yeah, Sunday right? Monday. But Drake always performs on, on Monday. Monday. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go this year. Really? It's back yeah. at the amphitheater. So it's like, oh, it so, is. which is an outdoor concert venue. The year before, it was inside the Air Canada Center. Yeah, so I just didn't more like that. Like, I, mean, I don't like, like that. that either. I, I don't like, like the vibe. I like the, I like the sitting on the lawns. You yeah. know, you already know. We hang out there, catch yeah. the concert. Yeah, have a good time. It's always a fun night. So, um, I didn't know that. I thought it was. Ba- I didn't know that. Yeah, you it's back that. at the amphitheater, and it's on, it's like August the seventh or seventh or eighth. Yeah, on the Monday there. I'm gonna spend. What's the most you spent on concert tickets? Oh man, I can tell you, Oprah. What? 
Well, that's not a that's a show. That's not uh, a concert. Hey, however you want to spill it. It was Oprah did me and yeah, she got me good. Where did you see Oprah? In DC. My mother took my mother my mother, my aunt, my girlfriend and I and uh four of you guys. Yeah, we did the whole get a picture and Oh, so you did like yeah, the did VIP like the, yeah, thing? Yeah, so you yeah, yeah, yeah. So mom's had a picture of Oprah, yeah. Uh, and how much was that? Oh, oh man. Oh, that was steep, bro. <laughs> was that a game check? Was there a couple of game checks? No, yeah, it was, uh, uh, yeah, you know, it was like a, yeah, it was like, a game. Man, I'm playing this week for free. Blackhawks, yeah. Blues. And I'm not the type of guy to do that either, to be spending money on like that in concerts, but... <laughs> Um, and the Islanders, you guys are getting me for free this week. <laughs> and always coming back home to Toronto is always a difficult one, too. Yeah. Yeah. I dropped, see, me, just as a blue card, I dropped 15 on, or 1500 on a pair for Drake a couple of years ago, the year that he had the beef with Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Okay. So my guy started with back to back. And I was like, oh, this is worth all the, this is worth all the money, all the money. We just started with back to back. And he had a, he had a bunch of like memes on stage, and then there's this one sick photo of uh, counselor Norm Kelly, who's like a local uh -huh. celebrity, and just a picture of him standing back to back. I'm like, this is incredible. My guy opened with back to back, which he just dropped like five days before, and the whole crowd knew the song. It was sick. 1500. 1500. Not 15,000. I'm not putting up. Would you pay? Did you go to the Mayweather concert? What would you pay for that? Oh Mayweather, or, uh, Mayweather, boxing fight, sorry, oh sorry, Mayweather, McGregor. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what would? Oh God. Uh, what would you? What would the most you pay? See, if it was Mayweather Pacquiao, two thousand ten, uh, no, nine no. or ten, then I would have dropped. Are you interested in this fight then, or no? No, I'm. No. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch it at a friend's place because just there's. I don't think Conor McGregor's gonna land a punch, like yeah. a power punch. Like if there's, and I asked my friend Ari, I'm like, what, g what are the prop bets for a number of punches that Conor McGregor lands? I'm okay. taking the under. Okay. Even if it's three and a half <laughs> punches, I'm taking the under because Floyd Mayweather doesn't get hit. Like I that's know. his, that's his thing. So to answer your question, yeah. So not much. What I mean, I'll whatever. I mean, the pay per view is gonna be like a hundred bucks. So <laughs> yeah. there's gonna be like seven of us or eight of us in a room. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. If I lived in Los Angeles, and I don't know if it was May if it was Pacquiao Mayweather at their primes, yeah. then I'd have dropped two or three grand. And oh. I'm just a blue collar dude with a friggin' job, so two or three, through two or three G's to sit in like the upper for lower bowl. Got you. Like row forty five or yeah. something like. Are you are you interested in this fight? Uh, no, I. I mean, you're gonna watch it though. Yeah, of course, hundred. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. No, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't drop that money to. Are you going to pay for the pay-per-view, or are you going to have, like, like, it's the end of August, so will you be in Toronto? Uh, I might be. August 26th. Yeah, I know, yeah, so I, I might be. Will it, will it be a move to Wit's place or RJ's, where we, yeah. where we watch, or you're going to have people at your crib? I'm the type of guy, like, who's having it, and I'll bring... <laughs> You'll decide? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'll bring a snack or two to, like, help out, you know? I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm not the big host guy, but, <laughs> but you invite me, I'm coming over, and I'll help out, and... Chip in with pizza or whatever it is. Um, if John Jones fights Brock Lesnar, Ooh. I would actually want to go to that one. Man, I thought Cormier was. I thought he was. He sounded good in the interviews, man. Cormier was. I think it was winning the fight, yeah. man. In it, like in points, I don't think he had. I don't think he landed as many strikes, but he was the aggressor in both rounds, cutting off the ring and yeah. just getting those angles. But John Jones, man, he's just. 
That guy's like 6'4 and so long. You can't get near that. I mean, Holy. the best fight of his career was against Gustafson, where Gustafson like put hands on the dude. Yeah. Cormier just too small. Yeah. And like. I was kind of rooting for him, though. You were rooting for Cormier. Yeah, yeah, he was down, the good so, guy. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah. Cormier is the good guy yeah. in that equation. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Family man, great, bro- you know, just a great. He was a great champion, a great guy. Yeah. John Jones is all these. He's, he's a badass, <laughs> and he just had all these, you know, little indiscretions. Let's say. Um, but yeah, the bad guy won. Mm-hmm. But it's so. But in this, if he fights Brock Lesnar, I he can't fight Brock. Why not? He will eat his food. Are you kidding? Brock like 50 Lesnar, pounds? Yeah, it's 50 pounds. Well, John Jones can go up to about 225. Yeah. He probably walks around. I mean, they fight at 205. He probably walks yeah. around at 220, 225. But Brock Lesnar is just going to, like, you step on the scale at 265. But yeah. By the time he walks in that ring, it'll be like 280, 285. <clears throat> so that might actually, you, you might, it might be 50 pounds. 50 pounds. 50 pounds. Yeah, but he's not going to get on top of John Jones. John Jones leg kicks all day, son. We'll I just know. kick him right in his face. Remember that one Anderson Silva kicked <laughs> yeah, the Anderson, dude? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. and busted a dude's face, like just standing there. Front kick. I think it was, uh, I don't know, was it Forrest Griffin or somebody took one right in the grill. That's what John Jones would do to Brock Lesnar. Oh, man. But Brock Lesnar That's just... That's not going on. You don't think? I don't... I mean... Listen, we're going to need... Pounds. We're going to need something after Mayweather... After this one, I know. McGregor, because people are going to be upset that they spent 100 bucks on the pay-per-view. This fight was garbage. This was yeah. stupid. was so boring. Of course it's going to be so boring. That's how Floyd Mayweather fights. Yeah. He doesn't get hit. He fights to win... Po- to, to gain points, not actually beat somebody up. That's not his game. I feel like this time he's... He's determined to... You think... I can't see him just chilling. Not in this. Too much. Well, too much. Like he needs to try to try listen, to finish him if he can. But Joel, you know he's a counterpuncher. I know he but will he's go not... and lean up against the ropes yeah, and have yeah, Connor yeah, come yeah, to him. Yeah. Connor's gonna tire out, you know, by round three, and then just be gassed you think out. He's gonna try to knock him out. Obviously, he's gonna try to knock. You just can't hit Floyd Mayweather. As me, guy. No, but I mean, don't you think Floyd's gonna try to knock him out? No, nah, Floyd doesn't have that power anymore. Floyd's getting, he's a tactical fighter. Just punches. Boom, boom, boom. Great combos. Rolling. Yeah, yeah. That stupid shoulder roll that he well, always does. You can't hit that guy. I feel he's got to muster something out to knock out McGregor. Nah, he's, his, man, that guy's going to, that guy's going to walk away. He's going to write himself a check for like 180. What do you, what do you, what do you think the outcome is going to be? Mayweather in like um, eight innings. Oh, in rounds, innings. What the hell am I thinking? It's middle of baseball season. Maybe that's yeah. why. Like Mayweather, like round eight, yeah. round nine. But I don't, I don't know how the fight will. St- no, actually, will probably go the distance. Yeah. He'll probably go the distance. Oh, I hope not. You think do, what? What percentage of chance do you give Conor Conor McGregor to win that fight? Uh, I don't. I don't think. He, no, not much. I don't think McGregor's gonna. I don't think he's gonna win. Well, give me a percentage. That he has a chance of winning. Yeah. Put your name on it. Give me a. I need a two-digit figure, or a sing, single-digit <laughs> percentage. I give him a twelve percent chance. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hundred-dollar bet with uh, Bo Levi Mitchell, the Calgary Stampeders. Uh-huh. Uh, he's going with McGregor, and I'm going with Floyd Mayweather. And I despite I loathe Floyd Mayweather. Like a straight-up bet. Straight up. Oh. Yeah, it's and I loathe him, but I'm just I just he just can't be beat, man. If I, I agree, if Pacquiao, if Pacquiao didn't beat or Marquez, I know if those guys are not hitting him. Then I understand. I just 
I would just think Mayweather's got to try to knock him out. Like, of course he's going to try to with that I southpaw, know, of yeah. course. And Styles make fights. And yeah. Floyd has ducked southpaws his whole career, except <laughs> for Pacquiao. <laughs> when Pacquiao was like 37 and whatever, and Mayweather's like 40. But anyway, well, listen, uh, if you decide to host the fight, I hope that you'll send an invitation my way. How, how, <clears throat> how desperate am I? I'm begging you to freaking come to your... Come to your uh, fight party, or you can come. I was out. thinking the same. <laughs> <laughs> My boy Henderson, uh, who lives in Winterfell, gave a reference, gave us uh, a, a Thrones reference. Um, he he's hey, gonna host. Case, so you know the you know the wall. Of course, yeah. What about the wall? I had a dude ask me. He's like, watch the credits. You can easily go around the wall. No need to go over. <laughs> hey, fifty-five second mark of the opening. <laughs> Take a look at the wall, and I'm like, what? I go, this dude's actually right. You can easily just go right around this damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Keep a look at okay, the game. I'm going to look on Sunday. So, yeah, when I'm you watch look- it, yeah. <laughs> you'll be saying a damn... You go, what? Makes no sense. Why? What's the rush of going all over this big damn wall? Anyhow, catch it. Now, go on. Go on with your point. Sorry about the winter <laughs> no, fell. No. Winter fell. Winter fell. So yeah. my friend Henderson is hosting the fight party in Winterfell. Because he lives very far away. So you're welcome to c- take yeah. the drive up. Where's that at? Man, the guy lives like an hour north of the city. Oh. He basically lives in Virginia. If you live downtown, <laughs> in, in, my guy lives in Arlington or something, or wherever the CIA is, like way out there in uh, Virginia, based on, you know, for where he used to live in D.C. So that's how far away he lives. So you're welcome to come. I appreciate that. Uh, the next time we speak, then uh, uh, I want to know how I can get in on the football pool. Okay. Uh, number two, I would like you to fight this year. Mm-hmm. Just a random fight with Tom Wilson or, or somebody else. Okay. Uh, and then number three, um, where you get a fat new contract. Like by yeah. the middle of the year, they're like, yeah, we're re-signing this guy. Yeah. Here's four years. Keep going. Here's five. <laughs> Here's a seven-year deal. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> How much? How much what? How what were the dollar figures? Yeah. Oh no, but it's not gonna be seven years. Give me like four years. You like four years AAV as Pierre LeBron would say. <laughs> <laughs> AAV of like four point one. Okay, sold. Yeah, yeah. Joel Ward. Um, oh yeah, uh, on Instagram is are you Joel Randall Ward forty two? Same yeah, as Twitter. Twitter. No, I don't. Not on Instagram. You're not on the gram. This is the sixteenth time, man. We've been going over. Guy, this. get on the. Why aren't you on the gram? It, Nobody's on Twitter that, anymore. Get no. on the gram. Got pe- people are kind of on Twitter, like Donald Trump, but yeah. everything happens on the ground, my dude. Uh, Jay Randall Ward, 42, is my Twitter handle. No gram. All right. Well, you can find his adventures on Twitter. <laughs> Jay Randall Ward, 42, and he's a Baltimore Ravens fan, so yes. everybody in the AFC South, yeah. when, they, when, when you smash his team, because they're not good, when Marcus Mariota lights you guys up for five touchdowns, let him know via Twitter. AFC North. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Steelers, Browns, yes. Uh, yes. Cincinnati. Yes. Okay, the South, right. So Texans, Titans, yeah. Colts. For and your work this year. Super Bowl. Jacksonville. Super Bowl? You got a good team this year, man. Yeah, you guys sign Colin Kaepernick and we'll see. That's what everyone's waiting. See, I... I Kaepernick. Now, everybody's going to be on Ravens. Ka- yeah, they will. The, yeah. Th- that bandwagon will have a lot of people jumping on it. It's close. It's close. Okay. Well, good luck to you, sir. And thanks again for coming by the podcast. Appreciate it. 
Thank you for listening to Joel Ward on the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. This was Cabbie Presents, the podcast. Oh, yeah.